All right. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Um, I, I'm assuming the theme of the day is it's got to be H-Town related. And it's just Houston, Houston Astros. Every Houston? band is a Houston band. Okay, I was going to say, it's just Houston related. You're playing Destiny Child. I'm not going to play any Philly stuff. No, oh, I know. I'm not play anything Philly today. Yeah, but I guess we got, we got Houston. We need some uh, Houston love today. We're saying this a lot. And it is. That's crazy because the first song literally said Houston in it. Yeah, really it's, it's yeah, Dirty Bell and the Drills. So that was yeah. our fun. From Houston, Texas. From yeah. a, as I was like, they were from H-Town. I was like, but yeah. I didn't. I tried to make it really easy. But you did make it easy. I'm just. And then we just, the second we're band be. was we're Clint Black. Clint Black is a Houstonite. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So Clint Black was saying, and then we'll have all Houston bands. We're trying to show some luck because we need some Houston luck tonight. No, I'm yeah. from Houston. Well, so I. Basically, my Houston card just, you know, <laughs> no, called into question because I'm you know from H-Town, but you, and you I know, couldn't get that. But you're from the concrete jungle. I so didn't get it until they got yeah. Destiny Child, and yeah. I was like, well, it's got to be H-Town. Yeah. That's yeah. what I said. I'm going to throw in that one just be like, all right, now, by the I try to make the third one obvious enough that we can get it. Well, the it, first one said Houston is. Yeah. So it did. I probably should have got it, so no. I apologize, Patrick. You were trying to make it easy, <laughs> and my idiocy. And all right, well, I know what. I'm blaming myself more because Hard ain't from H-Town. I'm from H-Town. I ain't got no you got a lot of H-Town love. You got H-Town love, but I should have got that. So that is the new theme uh, for today. It's just H-Town. Love that. A lot of H-Town love, man. No question about it. We need it. some luck tonight. You uh, know, the Astros it. need a little bit of luck. They and do. the Texans need, I mean, as much luck as you've ever <laughs> seen in your life. Yeah. No, they're going, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> think the Texans. I don't think luck, luck is going to help them either. I mean, they need the Lord. They need the Lord. Uh, you know, the Lord is power, more powerful than luck, no question. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, actually, speaking of H-Town, this is actually a decent segue. They're going to need the efforts of DB High uh, in this upcoming game versus K-State. And we don't know if they'll have the, uh, the availability of one Anthony Cook. Or, you know, Deshaun Jameson, obviously, but Anthony Cook, remember he had the broken arm, and Sark hinted that he wasn't out, which I, I think maybe gamesmanship just doesn't want the opponent to know exactly what's going on. He literally said today in the press conference, he looks good. But Anthony Cook. Yes. With well, the broken well, arm. He said about Anthony Cook and Ryan Watts. But, but he, he said, said, do you have any updates on Anthony Cook or Ryan Watts? And they go, they look good. They look good. <laughs> <laughs> the entire injury update. <laughs> So, and, and, and give it to my man, Arwar Richardson. We had him play. on the show. He goes, hey, coach, uh, just give us as much information as you want uh, on the the injury front on these t- two players. He's like, <laughs> they look good. They look good. <laughs> like, what, there you what go. Is, what does I, that mean? And they could, you know, because I see the cuts here, my man. <laughs> take y'all behind the scenes here. Uh, Patrick always cuts up the audio, and he gives us, like, the, the cuts with the times right by him, yeah. how long they are. And it says, Cook's. And Watts injuries, two seconds. Two seconds. <laughs> two seconds. So, Sarge's Sar- 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 two seconds. Looks good. They look, look good. They look good. They look good. But the, the clip before that, five seconds. <laughs> so, yeah. he was in a talkative mood in the middle of that presser. But remember, we've talked about this, though. He, and we, we now, we, I'm sure that we can go back and actually diagram it. I'm not this much of a nerd, so I'm not going to do it. We can show back and go back and track it. After losses, he's short. Yeah. After wins, he's long-winded. Oh, he's got Remember, a lot of answers. After after wins, we're like, man, oh, yeah, he's feeling it's like great. two, three minute answers to these. Yeah. Patrick got to cut them off sometimes <laughs> in a minute. It's like, guys, we don't have enough time to play his entire. Let's start. take him back. Let's take him behind <laughs> the curtain one more time. <laughs> Last week, Rod and I are doing the show at Lavaca. The Street. pregame, yeah. Our man Corey's telling us what's going on. Hey, we're about to get this cut. We're about to get this cut. How long is it? And we're like. Damn, we didn't realize it was that long. Two and a half minutes? 
<laughs> you mean just he's just talking about Cole Hudson the whole time? That's it. <laughs> that's all he's got. That's a whole cut. So, yeah. so we're like, uh, no, we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah, but no. so, and I think Sark understood it because if no, you go Sark back and you up. look at this, mm-hmm. all of the oh, yeah. the longest that he spoke with an answer was a minute and twenty one seconds. Yeah. Oh no. Now, like I say, we, we know now that, <laughs> hey, a Sark after a loss, a Sark after a win, he was going to show up late to the, uh, to the Monday press conference oh after goodness. a win with some swag, yeah. 11-ish. Man, and what up, y'all? Long, and long-winded, yeah. all right? And then after a loss, he's going to be short and curt, and then he's probably going to show up right on time. And the best even part, early sometimes. even this week, Patrick, <laughs> you were there at the press conference on Monday. He was waiting for Craig to finish. Yeah, he did. Oh, he gave Craig. Hey, Craig, you good? <laughs> you good? <laughs> hey, give Sark Craig. He knows how to work this hey, media. Though. He's like, hey, got he after got I it. lose, I know I got a short leash out here, man. I need to make sure. Hey, Craig, you good, Craig? Hey, hey shout out Craig Way. Yeah, That's my man. Craig, you look beautiful, brother. Uh, anyway, get into it. <laughs> I man. love it. Hey, I'm with you, Sark. I feel you, man. Yeah. Uh, let's get to this K-State game a little bit, break it down. I actually was watching film last night. And I got to tell you, Harge, I'm a little torn. Remember the discussion we had about who would you rather see, an Adrian Martinez or uh-huh. a Will Howard? Yep. I'll admit now, I'm still, I think I'd rather see Will Howard. Now, it could be Will Thrill Howard or yep. Will the Real Deal Howard like he was last week. But there's still that, that Will Spill the Peel Howard that we've seen that could be there. But I'll admit the Will Howard we've seen the last two games uh, against the TC against TCU and then the most recent performance against Oklahoma State, man, he does look like a a different quarterback, and they are calling the game differently with him in there. Absolutely. One thing that they're going to break out against Texas, and I'm guaranteeing you're going to see it, Texas. Before it's you get that, happen. before you give Go us ahead. that, before you give us that, Go it's ahead. funny that you said that about the the K State quarterbacks. Because I actually asked him the question today. Oh, go ahead. Man. Let's about do that. the quarterbacks, That's I said. Good. Corey, go ahead and play number five. I asked him about the quarterbacks, and I said, who, who, how do you differentiate mm-hmm. who you are? Because he said, we're like going to prepare for both quarterbacks, and this was his answer. Well, I think, one, you know, the experience of Adrian, you know, the experience of Martinez is you, you can't discount. Started a lot of football games, started a lot of games at Nebraska. Um, I think he's taken his game to another level now at Kansas State. He's protecting the ball much better than he ever has. He's obviously an elite runner from the quarterback position and a more than capable passer. Uh, Will Howard, you can see his growth. You know, same guy who started against us last year, um, but he's really grown. That You can see his comfort level in the pocket, his ability to push the ball down the field. Uh, they do a nice job of scheming things up and, and getting throws based on the coverages they see. Uh, and he's letting it rip. But I will say we found out a year ago, he's a more than capable runner too. So I, I don't think that the the system is going to change, but I do think we need to be aware of what quarterback is back there because the style of play in the quarterback can change. Yep. There you go. Uh, that's a great question, Harge, and I, I think he's round the money. Yeah. Um, and that's an advantage for K-State, no question, because you, know, you start looking at it. If you're, if you're Texas, you have to prepare. You have to spin – time practice time which is limited by the way you only have a certain amount of practice time based on the ncaa rules you spent practice time preparing for both quarterbacks you had to and if you didn't then that that was a disservice right (laughs) uh, you did to the team so you really if you're if you're texas you know you didn't get as much time to perfect that game plan against 
quarterback A, Will Howard, or Adrian Martinez just because you have to split that practice time. Yeah. And they're, and they're, and they're, like I said, the way they call the game, very differently. Like I said, I'm guaranteeing something right now. Guaranteeing you're going to see it. <clears throat> so, Longhorn fans, get your mind ready for it. It's something that I've talked about ad nauseum here. You guys have heard me rant about it. You are going to see empty formation for sure. from K-State. For sure. They love to run it with Will Howard. They don't run as much with Adrian Martinez. If Will Howard is out there, you're going to see empty formation, and you're going to see it a lot. Even when uh, Will Howard came in uh, in the TCU game when Adrian Martinez uh, got hurt, they, they immediately ramped up their empty formation, and they were really effective out of it. Got a 25-yard gain out of empty, got a 40-yard reception out of empty. Uh, they got a touchdown out of empty, got a 15-yard run. They run zone read out of empty. Mm-hmm. They go empty, Deuce Vaughn, Comes jet motion. sweep yep, motion, yep, yep, yep. and go zone read with Deuce Vaughn as the jet sweep motion guy. Oh, they get, they get funky. With with the uh, with the empty formation, and like yeah. I said, they're really good at it. He he's he was he was a lot more um, sporadic, inconsistent with the empty formations in the Oklahoma so Oklahoma State game. I guess they just really didn't need it as much either because they still blew him out. But he was highly effective versus TCU. And honestly, I know y'all don't really want to know, but TCU, you know, they they run man and run quarters coverage a lot. So does Texas. Texas actually run a lot of man and quarters coverage. And the ultimate stress formation um, in terms of stressing out a defense is empty formation. And they run empty like Sam Ellinger ran empty here at right. Texas because the quarterback is the run game. And they actually encourage the run game out of empty. So if you do have every all the routes, all five of those uh, those receivers clamped up, and you do have a great defensive coverage, you still got to worry about the quarterback scrambling. And sometimes they build that in, they bake it into the game plan. I mean, like I said, I, and they and they get chunk yardage, deep right. passes. There was actually a empty play that was a wide open touchdown that Will Howard missed in that uh, TCU game that probably would have. Tied the game or uh, put him closer yes. to winning. Remember this? It's yes, late. I do. It was wide open. He just missed it. But I'm telling you, 24 yard gain out of empty, uh, 13 yard run out of empty. They got a touchdown reception, 40 yard reception, plus 25 yard reception. I went back and clocked it, and I was sh- I was shocked. They use empty more than Texas, and you know how much I love empty. They've been telling Sark to use it more, and they come I mean, in. Like I said they they use it excessively. Uh, it is. They're gratuitous in their empty formation, and I love it. And I think the reason they do it is because they know they have a built-in run game with it, which is Will Howard or fail-safe in case the pressure starts getting to them. I was just about to say, because of the fact that they are both so mobile as passers, they can also get out in the open field as runners. That's the part that is scaring me when you look at this team. Yes, we know what they did last week and how explosive they were. I, I'm taking that as a one-off. Mm-hmm. I'm taking that as a one-off. And I don't see Oklahoma State being that type of team again this year. I just think that everything went the way they wanted it to, just like when Texas played Oklahoma. I don't see Oklahoma being that bad again. It was just one of those games where they got blasted, and that's just the way that it was. But when you do look at how explosive the plays are for K-State, they have dynamic players at every position. We talked about it before, Rod, how we think that Texas has the best skill position players mm-hmm. in the Big 12 Conference. Oh, yeah. K-State's not far behind it when you look at the explosiveness of a Deuce Howard. I mean, a Deuce uh, – Deuce Howard. Of a Deuce, Deuce Vaughn. Yeah. yeah. But then you also right. look at what Adrian Martinez was at the beginning of the year. I know. He was, he was on fire he at was the beginning fire. of the year. Yeah. And then you heard Sark talk about Will uh, Howard, how he – 
remembers him from last year because remember, 71 yards down the sideline. Well, then you look at their two Kyle wide Kelsey. receivers. You see their two wide receivers, big play wide receivers. So Texas is going to have their hands full no matter who's playing quarterback. But most importantly, they're going to have to man up because of who's not going to be playing for Texas that we don't know yet. Yeah, no, that's a great point, too. I agree with that. We don't really know what's going to happen with those DBs, and that's going to be crucial. Right. Um, I think, you know, what position worries me the most defensively for Texas in this matchup that I'm stressed out about actually literally losing sleep over because I'd stay up and kind of watch film, try to figure out how Texas is going to mitigate the damage. I'm worried about them linebackers. And I know Texas has really good linebackers, actually. DeMarvin Orchon and Devin Ford are not – I mean, they, they are not subpar linebackers at all. You're talking about two of the better linebackers in the Big 12. But Kansas State does so much offensively. They do. Because they have quarterbacks that can run, they're going to run the zone read. You're going to see the RPO. So they're going to have those – and they run a lot of pre-snap motion. So getting linebackers' eyes in constant conflict – um, and they keep those guys in conflict. They keep those eyes occupied. And then on top of all that, you got to make sure you're not a step behind Deuce Vaughn because if you are, you're you gone. gone. Yeah, exactly. You're done, son. Like what are they you saying? just a like half a step behind this if guy. If you even, I'm leaving. Done. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like what. So when they get you, when they occupy your eyes, and for that split second, mm-hmm. you're trying to decipher between the RPO and the zone read and then the pre snap motion and decipher what's going on. And then they just hand it off, and you're just a half a step late because, oh man, listen, I had to make sure that I carried through with my responsibilities. I had to make sure that uh, it wasn't a, you know, I, I didn't have to drop back in coverage, make sure that it was a run on the RPO. And by that time, if you're half a step late, that's all, the, that's all Deuce Vaughn needs. Yeah. Sliver of daylight. Um, and I'll go as far as to say this. And he'll put it in the wind. He will. Yeah. He will put it in the wind. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like he, all, it, One missed tackle can be a horrible, terrible thing. You can't afford really to miss a lot of tackles against Deuce Vaughn um, because that can end up being a house call. But I'll say this, and I truly believe it now, just watching the offenses that Texas has faced so far, this is easily the most versatile offense Texas has faced so far and will face. Nobody else will line up in I formation with an old-school fullback but also break out the empty formation on you. I mean, nobody does that. They, they'll line up in stacked backfields with the H-back and a fullback back there, or they'll go two tailbacks in the backfield with their pony package. They are – honestly, other than Texas, they, they're probably one of the most versatile, if not the most versatile offense in the Big 12. Yeah. Other than Texas. Because Texas runs – Two tailback sets, multi-tailback sets, 21, 20. They run 30. Texas runs 11, runs 12, runs. You know, they don't run empty as much as they probably should, but they do run like, some empty formation too. Texas is very versatile too. Honestly, right behind or right ahead of Texas, K-State is the most versatile offense in the Big 12. And oh, that's the sure. challenge you have to face is because within that versatility, within that variety, within that diversity, that's how they hide and manipulate matchups with Deuce Vaughn. It, they had a touchdown in that Oklahoma State game where they shift, put him in the slot, and then he just runs a, yeah. a, an option route. Yeah. And the linebacker was inside leverage, so he ran it out, delivered it out in the money. Uh, and if you would, I guarantee, if he was outside leverage, they'd run the slant. They would, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's an option route. You can't be right as a defender. And they do a lot of that kind of two-man game, if you will, with just Deuce Vaughn and Will Howard when they kind of spread things out after a shift. And like I said before, just think about how explosive they are with Adrian Martinez because Woo. his legs are that dangerous. And he's, he was better as a passer. You heard Sark talk about it. He was getting better as a passer in this scheme. You talked about the numbers of what he presented or what he went through better. 
than at Nebraska than what he was doing here because it automatically changed. I said at the very beginning when he went to K-State, I was like, they're going to be a problem because of the versatility that they bring with Deuce Vaughn. Mm -hmm. The fact that they can move him out to the slot receiver or even line him up almost exactly like what Texas does with B. John Robinson. When Bijan goes out and he's playing the wide, they wide do. Out. I said it yesterday. They use Deuce Vaughn better than Texas uses right, Bijan. Right, right. And I'm not trying to insult to Sark or anything. And they that's use, what Sark yeah. said today too. One yeah. of the main things of defending yeah. Deuce Vaughn is knowing where Deuce Vaughn is exactly. at all times. Where he's he like, he's like, because he'll, he'll just disappear, yeah. and then all of a sudden he's running around, and you're like, yeah. oh man. Yeah. They, they do a great job of hiding him within the variety of the offense. And like I said that's one of the things to be concerned about. And you're right. They, I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't doubt. They just go old school and be like, man, we're calling it out before the play. Deuce, deuce, deuce. Yep. Deuce in the slot. That's deuce out wide. That's deuce in the backfield. Exactly. I don't care if it's elementary and rudimentary. I don't give a damn. Sometimes everybody that's the best to, way it should right? be. I need everybody to know who he is. I need you to call it out. Deuce in the backfield. Deuce is split out. Just say, hey, so everybody knows. Sometimes so you don't lost. have to be tricked into <laughs> knowing where somebody is. All, all eyes are on him. He's Tupac this week. All <laughs> eyes are on du- Double Deuce. Hey, you're right about you know it. No Put it on him. And like Tupac. Oh, you know what? I'm not even no, going to make a joke. I was going to make a dad don't joke. I was going to make a, a Tupac assassination joke. I'm don't. not going to do it. He was no, not, not assassinated. He was shot. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Tupac was assassinated, okay? Your homie in the hood was shot, all right? Don't be talking about, oh, man, you know, my man Jethro got assassinated the other day. Nope, he got shot, okay? Tupac got assassinated on the Vegas Strip. That is true, okay? Yeah, your homeboy did not, okay? Okay, okay. Okay, if they actually did shoot him from far away or something like that. No, no, it didn't matter. You That's, getting on that grassy you knoll. Know, it's about status to be yeah, assassinated. There you That's go. what it's about. I like uh, it. But getting back to, you know, you and I were both really high on Adrian Martinez coming in. Yep. And I remember these guys. I went and found these numbers so I don't throw stuff away, uh, much to the, to the displeasure of my wife. <laughs> I, I kept these numbers because I, I thought to myself, man, if Adrian Martinez and K-State end up being as good as we thought and Harsh picked him to compete in the Big 12 title game, yep. um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want these numbers. And I went back and looked at Remember, going into this season – all right, at, and go look at his time in Nebraska. Adrian Martinez was the most pressured quarterback in college football in his time in Nebraska. He was the most, no quarterback was under pressure more. He was under pressure 42% of his dropbacks, the most in the FBS. And the Nebraska O-line ranked 282nd out of 295. And they were really, really bad. They were worse yeah. than the Texas O-line, bad O-line. Um, and you go look at those – those uh, st- 38 starts that he had in that those four years or whatever, he still ended up averaging 8.6 yards per drop back. So he was still getting the ball downfield. He just didn't have any time. And with Chris Kleiman and staff, not only did he get time, but he got Deuce Vaughn in the backfield. Yep. Uh, and I think, honestly, now you're starting to see the more – more of the good, the upside of Adrian Martinez and less of the downside. Uh, we already knew he could run. He was one of three active uh, quarterbacks in the FBS with 8,000-plus pass yards and 2,000-plus uh, uh, rush yards. Yeah. So, he, you know, he was, he was a guy that could make plays for you. He just had a lot of turnovers, too. Uh, but he's cleaned up those turnovers. Well, because he's at a different place. He's yeah. out of Nebraska. He got rid of that. True. That, that was his problem. Yep. We all see it. We were talking about it before the show. We think somebody else can go to Nebraska and be a big success there just because of the fact it's Nebraska. you got to make some changes. Now he's yep. out of there. Things are happy. He's in a better place. Seems like a better person. Good human being. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. It's, uh, yeah, so I, I think they – I do know that Will Howard is – he's at his max number of games to –
lost his red shirt. Yep. So if they play Will Howard, then he no yeah, longer has they, the option no longer, red shirt. Well, because they're going to need him. They need to go ahead and just play him anyway. They're going to need him. You can't any, preserve it. Yeah, you can't preserve it. You got too many point. games left. Yes. There's too many games and there's too many opportunities. And we already see Adrian Martinez gets hurt. You're going to need to be ready to go. And you right. need that experience to be that. So. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And yep. if he, honestly, if I was Chris Kleiman, I'd play them both. Uh, yeah, you, I'd, have, I'd have a little package ready for both of them. Or have both of them ready to go just in case, hell, Texas has a good game plan for Adrian Martinez, but not such a good game plan for Will Howard. Ding, ding, or ding, vice ding, versa. Ding, ding, ding. ding. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, what you got for the people coming up on Hard Knock Life? I'm trying to make these people make some dollar-dollar bills, y'all. We got our man on. John Price. From Sports Information Traders coming on to break it down and let us know. There's another Vegas mistake out there, oh. and he wants you to jump on it. All right, uh, my man uh, John Price coming up with Harge and Harge Knock Life, trying to make you some straight cash, homie. We'll be right back right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104 Now the Horn. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, the main event of the evening for your entertainment and pleasure. Mike, you have to be so combative. Yeah, I probably wouldn't say this in front of white folks. But in front of y'all, don't speak my mind. He has emotional anger issue problem. Hey, are you Dirty Mike and the boys? I'm Mike Lowry. Michael! Oh, that's funny. Michael! Welcome back to New Music Theme Thursday edition of Ball Don't Lie. It's your boy Hardball Hard here. You can follow me on Twitter at Hardball Hard. You can follow my man Rod Babers at Rod Babers. And you can follow my man Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis. And joining us right now on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline, you hear him every week at this time. He's always bringing the heat for all my people out there that are looking to make a little straight cash homie. We're talking to John Price of Sports Information Traders. You can go to Sports Information Traders com or you can give him a call at 866-441-2711 he's been featured in forbes yahoo finance and all over the country on national radio john how are you doing my friend uh great although my biggest problem right now is i'm winning too much with the radio games in austin after kansas state blew out oklahoma state last week i think we've won like six weeks in a row so i need to uh, stop winning for the people who are just listening to me and uh, and make sure that the people uh, get a chance to jump on the biggest plays that we have. And you know what we're what we've really noticed after two months of football is that the discrepancies are there uh, on the lines just about every week. And I don't know if it's done on purpose to lure public money or not, but we're seeing it. And October was a very successful month because of the mistakes that we found in Las Vegas, and therefore. We're going to just keep doing what's been working, and we're going to capitalize on the games that we feel give us the best value. And this week, we are on a very big play where the wrong team is favored. We're going to play it big. We're going to play the underdog on the money line once again, and we're going to play them with the points, and we're going to top last week's play. We're going to keep it rolling. We have a Vegas mistake this week, and it is yours. If you're a brand-new client, you can purchase it at our website, sportsinformationtraders.com. As I mentioned last week, we get a lot of 512 emails, texts, people calling, getting in, getting on the plays, and we appreciate it. We have a great relationship with the radio listeners in Austin. But I want people who have not placed a bet this year or people who have had two miserable months wagering on their own to look at this particular week as a chance to change the way you look at wagering. If you've never make, made a bet before in your life, this is the best way to get started. If you've gone on your own the last two months and haven't done well, 
I'm not telling you that I can make up for two months of mistakes with one play. But what I'm telling you is you want to make a lot of money on one play, you're going to do it when you purchase our Vegas mistake at our website, sportsinformationtraders.com. Big play this weekend. It's yours. You can purchase it right now. What are you waiting for, people? I know a lot of you have already been calling him and trying to get in touch with him. He sees the 512 numbers and the emails. So some of you are getting on this action, but I need everybody to get in on this action. He's talking about the Vegas mistake, and John has been on fire, as he said, when he came on early. He was talking about the K-State game. So, John, this week there's Tennessee at Georgia. I know a lot of people are excited about that game. Tennessee's coming in as the number one team in the new college football playoff poll where Georgia is coming in at number three. I've always had a problem with the, the, the national champion being the ones that have to prove a little bit more the returning national champions. What are your thoughts when you looked at, number one, the college football playoffs, but more importantly, this game? Well, the beautiful thing about it is that a team like Georgia is going to have a chance to prove that they belong at the top anyway. I mean, the way these two teams are set up, Tennessee's already beaten Alabama, so if they beat Georgia, I don't even know what's going to stop them. I mean, they would probably play Alabama again in the SEC championship, and if they won that, then there's no disputing it. But let's look at the game here. Georgia opened up uh, minus 8.5 over Tennessee. That's where it is now, so we're seeing – Equal public money on both sides. The Bulldogs coming in. Big win over Florida last week. Just blew them out in the cocktail party. But they're only 4-4 four and four against the spread this season. So as dominant as Georgia's been, if you're betting on the Bulldogs, you haven't made a cent yet this year. Tennessee, they're coming off a blowout win over Kentucky. Uh, they're looking again to make a big statement, as of course they've already beaten Alabama. Tennessee, we know their record straight up, but how about this? They're 7-1 and one against the spread this season. So people who are betting on the volunteers are making a lot of money. In this game, I think the value lies in taking the points. Listen, when Georgia's at home, they're capable of beating anyone by two touchdowns. But I think Tennessee's earned the respect. I think 8.5 points is way too many to give this team, and I think Tennessee could and might win the game outright. So I think the value play here is to take Tennessee plus 8.5 over Georgia. That, of course, for all new radio listeners right now, I always give a play on the radio for you to look at, potentially play. Yeah, I've won about six in a row. But the point is this. If you're looking to go big on a play, if you want to get on a play that's going to give you a solid return and the investment is under $100 to acquire it, Go to our website, sportsinformationtraders.com. I'm looking at a game that is backwards. We've seen many of these uh, far more than normal, and we're gonna, since it's been successful, we're going to keep running it back. When I see the discrepancies, we're going to take advantage of it, and everyone who's with our company is going to be on the very same play. So go to sportsinformationtraders.com right now. You'll see on the homepage, Vegas Mistake, we're on it. When you purchase it today, one of my analysts will reach out to you. We're not going to tell you what you need to bet on the game. We're going to ask what you normally bet on games and strategize with you on what to put on both the money line side of this play and the underdog with points. Together, it will be your biggest bet of the season. It'll be my biggest bet of the season. And most of all, it's the biggest opportunity that we have right now for first-time bettors and for people that have not had the best two months on their own. Let us help you so that you don't have to do this yourself. 
You know what I mean? So go to our website, sportsinformationtraders.com. Help us help you get on the Vegas mistake. That's the best way that you could probably say that, John, right there. Help us help you. I love that information about uh, Georgia being 4-4 four and four against the spread and Tennessee being 7-1. and one. Um, The best play is to take the points. So, John, once again, let people know exactly where they need to go to, to get in touch with your group and to get on that Vegas mistake. Absolutely. Listen, there's a lot of people who call in and they say, I've never placed a bet before. Or they have accounts and they say, you know, I've never bet more than $50, whatever it is. Listen, you have an opportunity to change your fortunes here. And I'm not telling you if you're a modest better or if you're somebody who just makes an honest living, you're a paycheck to paycheck person. I don't want you to look at this as a Powerball ticket for yourself. I want you to look at this as a giant opportunity. I want you to look at this as a chance to jump in the game that is wagering. More people in America are betting on sports now more than ever. You cannot turn on a sporting event without seeing a point spread or a money line or an announcer reference the over or the under. It's done on purpose because they know their target audience. Everybody's betting on sports right now. Some of you are doing it as a hobby to have some fun with it. And some of you, some of your neighbors in Austin, I know this because I've heard about it this year. Some of our clients are betting very big who are living in Austin right now. And you know how they became a part of our company? They called in weeks ago, paid $149, got on the five plays, won at least three of them. They got their confidence to know what we do as a company. And now they're wagering what they normally would, 500 600 700 a game. We know there are steps that are involved. The bottom line is this. When you win and you continue to win, you make money. And with a game like this weekend, it is one giant opportunity. Vegas mistake. It is yours. It is under $100. You can purchase it at our website, sportsinformationtraders.com. You're not alone here, folks. You don't, you don't buy it and then have this play randomly sent to you with no instruction. We will talk to you about what you normally play on games and advise you exactly how to play the money line side and the underdog with the points. Let it be an opportunity. Let's celebrate it together. Purchase the Vegas mistake right now at sportsinformationtraders.com. And go pop some bottles after you hit. I love that right there, John. There he is, our man John Price of Sports Information Traders. Go to sportsinformationtraders.com or give him a call at 866-441-2711. John, as always, pleasure talking to you and uh, look forward to next week and while we get ready to have another winner. You got it. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. There he is, John Price of Sports Information Traders. Go to sportsinformationtraders.com. I I love the fact that that number right there about Georgia, that is something that you look at, and I keep looking at Georgia's offense and trying to figure out everybody don't really love Stetson Bennett, you know, but but he always finds a way. And at the end of it, it, yes, those numbers, four and four, okay, you might not have made any money. You didn't lose any money. But the thing about it is, as a coach, you sitting there saying, we won. Mm-hmm. We won. I don't care nothing about that spread. I cared about them dubs. But as somebody that likes to wager a little bit, as my man Rob Babers tells me, put your money where your mouth is. The cash, man. That's just letting you know right there. And I do love the fact of what he said about Tennessee. I'm really bullish on Tennessee. I think that the way that the relationship between Josh Heupel 
and Hooker are, are forming. The wide receiver is eating every week. Yeah, and you know as well as I do as a defensive player, Rod, if that offense is cooking like that, you want to get the ball back to them because it lets you be free when you want to go out there and play. Yeah. No, you're right about that. Tennessee is, man, they're rolling. Yeah. Uh, that offense right now, nobody's really figured out a way to stop it. Their defense isn't a juggernaut, but no. it's not holding them back. Exactly. Right uh, they seem to be able to outscore most teams. And, yes, Josh Heupel kind of running really one of the most kind of not sophisticated versions of the air raid, but it's – it's a next-level version of the area. He's mixed in and combined it with a lot of kind of pro-style concepts, too. Yeah. And done a really good job, man. Uh, and, that, and turned Hooker into – now they're having a conversation about, about Hooker, whether he was a first-round pick. Right. He's on, he's on the list. I know that I saw Todd McShay yeah. and uh, Mel Kuyper have him as a first-round quarterback right now. I mean, how can you not? You start putting the resume together yeah. about what he's done so far. Uh, so, yeah, man, uh, powerful stuff there. Uh, and what did he say about Texas again? Did he get into He Texas? said no, he didn't go all the way into he Texas. He was talking about last week. He was talking yeah. about K-State. I, I want to know if he wanted to get No, nah, he, he didn't, didn't want none it. of that smoke on Texas. He didn't touch it, did No, nah, he? he didn't. Yeah, that's hard, But that man. might be his mistake, Vegas mistake. You never know. Texas is favored by two. One, uh, I had it. At, I got it at one. You so. got it at one. Almost. I think it's been going back and forth between one and a half, yeah. one, something like that. I'll have it for you in just a minute. You know how I do. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I know how it's got it. Yeah. I still haven't figured out what I would advise folks to do in that one. And I think my man E. Hogan picked. Uh, he did pick K State side of that. And Casey was Casey uh, Stuttered said he was crazy. He said he was gonna come get him. Well, Casey will get anybody picking against Texas. <laughs> I think yeah, you should know that. Yeah. You Be Texas, prepared. You might have some consequences. You run into yeah. Casey Stunner. You're damn right about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't really figured out. I mean, uh, that's a tough one. It uh, is a tough one. I haven't one. even made my pick officially in that game, but that's, gonna, that's a tough one. That, that line, because I think it basically is a pick em. It It's got to be. If you look at all the advanced analytics about this matchup, too. Both of the advanced analytics love – they love K-State and they love Texas. They have what they call the F-plus rating, I know. which is the combination of Football Outsiders, FEI, and Bill Connolly's SP-plus. I know it sounds really nerdy. They're just advanced analytics, and they do their own ranking of teams. And they both have Texas and K- – that F-plus F stat combined of the FEI and the SP-plus has Texas and K-State as top ten. Oh, Really? But, like you said, those are algorithms and metrics that like Texas and K-State. Uh, but just to let you know, I mean, they both like, both of these teams are considered analytically uh, to be, you know, really top-level teams. Right. All right. Uh, so we'll come back. We'll get into a little off the record. We'll let you know where we're out here. We're out here at Terry Black's Barbecue in Lockhart. It's brand new, folks, and it is fantastic. Yes, it is. Neighborhood. Got to get out here uh, less than a month, though. Food still as good as it's ever been uh, here at Terry Black's Barbecue. But uh, now the new setup, we're on the patio, the ambiance, it is fantastic. It is great. So come on out here. We'll give you some more details uh, about why we're out here and what you can, uh, you can do when you come on out here as well. And they got a festival uh, yep, yep. that may be calling Lockhart home pretty soon. So we'll give you some details about that and where you can come catch Ball Don't Lie tomorrow, but also catch up with the crew, the Horn crew, this weekend. We'll give yep, you some details yep, about yep. all that coming up next right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104 Down the Horn. D.D. 
Magadudu, I'm sorry, Mangudu. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Delhi Cat Essen. Well, well I don't get a brain to head comb. Well, congratulations. Continue good sex in, the, sex in the Big East. Thank you, Jimmy. And boom goes the dynamite. It's time for another edition of Off the Record. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. All right, welcome back to another edition of Off the Record here on uh, Ball Don't Lie. We are off campus, if you will, out among the people. We're hanging out here at Terry Black's Barbecue in Lockhart. Uh, can't wait, and I wish I didn't have to work on Saturday because they're going to have what they're calling the World's Fair of Barbecue. World's Fair of Barbecue. World's Doesn't, this, doesn't it. that just sound amazing? It sounds like that sounds like a place you want to be. Exactly. <laughs> it's the type of festival a brother like me needs to be. Right? It's like <laughs> World's Fair of Barbecues. That's where I want to be. I want to yeah. go there. So Saturday, they're going to have a downtown, uh, downtown Lockhart. Apparently, the, the entire downtown is going to be transformed into the World's Fair of Barbecue there. Uh, so people from all around are going to be coming to enjoy, and of course, Terry Black's Barbecue, uh, one of the most well-known barbecue uh, joints in the country. <laughs> Everybody knows Terry Black's Barbecue. Uh, so, of course, they're going to be a part of it, but it's going to be a huge extravaganza. So if you're thinking about you know, something to do this weekend, World's Fair of Barbecue. Not, not, not bad. Not a and bad your, yeah. idea. And on our way there, stop here at Terry Black's Barbecue and get warmed up uh, here in Lockhart because it is a fantastic spot. Because this is where the champ is. Uh, this this well, is the champ right here. <laughs> this is. You're right about that. Good point. That's the champ. Does he have a belt or something? That he needs to walk belt? around every time he walks around the city, just Terry walk Black. around with a belt on. <laughs> Terry Black like he's own the WWE belt. superstar. <laughs> hey, that's Put some barbecue sauce on that Put belt. Put a barbecue sauce on the belt. <laughs> Walking around. We got all the barbecue sauces and hey, the seasonings David. out in front of us. The barbecue uh, belt of uh, champion of Texas, that's a pretty damn big belt. I'm Trust telling me. you right now. <laughs> that's You're going to need it because all the barbecue you eat. I need <laughs> you a bigger did. belt. I need to expand my belt. <laughs> I need uh, to expand my yeah, belt. Yeah, no doubt. The barbecue was that damn good. Uh, all right, uh, gentlemen, yesterday we got the news that Dan Snyder actually was uh, hiring Bank of America actually to help him explore selling the Washington NFL team. Watch the commander. Sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, you still NFL saying team. it. I like it. Because if I'm not, I'm going to call them the Washington racial slurs. And, and I don't want to do that do anymore because that. that's, right. that's done. And I'm not uh, mad at you. Exactly. But uh, one of the people, and I remember Patrick's been saying this for like a year now, that he, he says Jeff Bezos is going to jump on that Washington uh, uh, purchase mm-hmm. whenever they're available, if they're available. Well, it didn't take but 24 hours, Patrick, before those uh, – your thoughts, your your prediction, might the, the might, thing I had read a bunch of times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it might be coming true because uh, right now TMZ. I love that TMZ is like one of the most reliable publications out there. Right? Yeah. Like, usually, back then, people would make mock you for saying TMZ. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, TMZ said it. Yeah. Must be true. Yep. Uh, well, TMZ uh, says that Jay Z and Jeff Bezos, how so? Jay Z and Jeff B teaming up <laughs> together, uh, and apparently they're interested in buying the Washington Commanders. Yep. Jeff Bezos and Jay-Z. And you know the NFL loves Jay-Z. Well, he's already part of them. You yeah, know exactly. Saying? Like they've already kind of, you know. He's they, in the club now. And he's, got, he's got experience with the new buildings because remember what he did in Brooklyn yep, with, with the, the Nets when yep. he went in there and oh, was part owner that. of that team yep. when they made the move and all the new branding and everything. He was part of that. So he's already got experience in if you're going to move the team and do it, change any of the branding. Hope. 
Yeah. yeah. No, I, actually, I think this is, might be best case scenario for the league if this is one of the groups, if it's Jay-Z and Jeff Bezos. Not so fast, my friends. Not so fast, my friend. Not so fast. <laughs> you know, another name that has been surfacing, and it's someone who has been trying to get into the, the circle, Byron Allen. Oh, Byron yeah. Allen, he yeah. was on the he was on trying to get For the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. Yeah. Now he has that group still put together, and it's the Entertainment Studios founder. He's the Entertainment Studios founder, and he has a bunch of other people that are involved with him as well, and they are going to make a play to go after the Washington uh, Commanders. Now I know Bezos and Jay Z is a totally different brand. You know what? What, what was it before? Two worlds collide. That mm-hmm. was part of it right there. But I like the fact that Byron Allen wants to put his name in the hat and want to be a part of it as well. Oh, yeah. No, I like it. I just think that, you know, the NFL, first of all, you got a certain amount of liquid capital yep. when you make these purchases. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much liquid capital Byron Allen has. I'm sure he has enough. He doesn't have more than Jeff Bezos. No. no. He, doesn't, uh, a he, doesn't, he doesn't have, <laughs> I can move a bridge to put my super yacht through money. That's an elite group of money exactly. right there. I forgot and, all about yeah. the moving the bridge. Come That's on. Right. And the NFL is a billionaire's club, so they actually, yeah. you know, they, they want billionaires of the most uh, monumental status, if you will. Yeah. So I think they probably would prefer the Jay-Z, Jeff, and Jay-Z's got the street cred, right? They get, mm-hmm. they get in with the urban <clears throat> community, uh, and they get a little bit more street cred with – Communities of color, which, by the way, the NFL has had issues with lately, yep. whether you're talking about the lawsuits uh, against them or whether you're talking about the Colin Kaepernick situation, where you're talking about the Rooney Rule, which has been coming to question about its authenticity. I think a lot of those. So it, that would help, too, because Byron Allen's in there. I was just going to say. I'm I'll, saying the Jay-Z I'll, thing also, yeah, it yeah. checks that box, yeah. along with the super-duper uber-wealthy box yeah can, that's that that's uber well <laughs> can, can we just make sure that all interactions between jerry jones and jay-z are at least audio recorded for our entertainment <laughs> i oh, just want to sure. hear those two guys talking a lot <laughs> yeah. trying to have, find, trying to find anything that they know in common yeah <laughs> uh, uh you know what jay-z i got 99 problems <laughs> but uh my dack ain't one <laughs> okay jerry it's okay thanks jerry we get it you know that you know a jay-z uh, song they call you Hova? <laughs> yeah. They call you Hova? Or are you Sean Carter? Yeah. I need to know who who am I talking to in the third person? <laughs> I'm with you on that. I think this would be great. Oh, that's going to be an SNL skit. Oh, for that's sure. That's going to be an SNL skit. Jerry Jones hanging out with Jay-Z and Beyonce <laughs> and somebody sweet. Because yep. I actually do want to hear that conversation as well. I love All right. it. Uh, we come back. We're live from Terry Black's Barbecue having a great time. We'll come back. Texas. K-State. We'll talk about the Purple Kryptonite. We're going to hear from Steve Sarkeesian from his uh, Zoom availability. Uh, also in Rod's round today, I'll give you my game plan as how, why I think and how I think Texas can pull off the win versus K-State. All that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Home.